Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. to two black girls one rose where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth the, the bachelorette. bachelorette i'm natasha and i'm justine and we just watched the men tell all special yeah the men don't tell say things like <laughs> Can I say something? So, I love a good reunion show, mm-hmm. but I fucking hate the Bachelor Bachelorette <laughs> reunion shows. Honestly, what is the missing piece? Because every just... reunion show is always good. Always good? Yeah. But these are so unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Because they never talk about the things that you really want to get to, like, the juice and dirt about. Yeah. They're with the ABC and The Bachelor. They're kind of tiptoeing because they're you know, like we're on ABC. We got to keep things kosher. We got kids watching this channel. Like they can't get really into it, into it. Mm. Because I mean, I'm gonna get into this in my my initial thoughts, but like mm. I want to talk about Lincoln being a full on convicted sex offender on your goddamn show. Hello. <laughs> I want us to address Garrett and his crazy ass tweets. With love. I want to like. There's so much like. Th- things that you it just wasn't satisfying like mm-hmm. it was just yeah so just go, go straight into initial thoughts yeah let's <laughs> just go into it let me just go i'm already on my rant so way too much jordan oh not enough joe the grocer hello well he wasn't giving us anything but <laughs> he wasn't giving us you know <laughs> not but two three words in there <laughs> but still didn't get so that was very unsatisfying mm-hmm no talk of Lincoln and Garrett, mm-hmm. so we're just gonna sit here and pretend like y'all didn't cast a full-on sex offender <laughs> and a full-on bigot on your show. We're just gonna sweep that under the rug like that never happened. Okay, like. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was already unsatisfied from that. Yeah. Um, and then on a completely different note, um, other initial thought: Colton in his bid for The Bachelor, he's gonna have to have a super edit on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Yep. I agreed. Agreed. Because there was a lot of... There was... He was speaking up a lot, which Mm -hmm. I I ain't gonna fault you. He had a lot to say. But someone who's gonna potentially try to be the next Bachelor, you have to leave Men Tell All in a good light. 
Yeah. And he had too many run-ins with people. <laughs> way too much drama. Way too much drama, way too many run-ins. And then him and Joe, not him and Joe, him and Jordan kept getting into it. Mm-hmm. So Jordan kept bringing up the Tia thing over and over. Mm-hmm. So the Tia thing should have been one little segment. Instead, it was brought up multiple times. Yeah. And so that reminder is kind of icky to people. So he going to have to pull out with like a real like very sympathetic edit on Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) for him to be the Bachelor I feel like. And I can't imagine that he would have a very sympathetic edit and not fall in love. Right, already on right on the show. That's a lot to ask. I was ready for it. I was ready for a Bachelor uh, Colton as the Bachelor. Colton the Bachelor? Yeah, so was I. I was prepped I felt like. I was prepped and ready. If you ain't yeah. gonna give us a black man or a man <laughs> of any strand of melanin, I'll take the virgin. That strand? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take yeah. a minority of some sort. Right. I'm a minority. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the desperation that we have come desperation, to? Desperation. We have come God. to a blonde haired, blue eyed virgin, and we're like, well, this'll do. This'll do. I'll take him. <laughs> at least he's fucking pretty to look at. I'll just die to watch him every season. Oh or every episode. Oh my god. But, so yeah. Those are my initial thoughts. Nice. Um, well, uh, as we discussed uh, in our pre-show talks, you didn't have any moments, correct? No, I didn't have any. Like, Wakanda, all that yeah. stuff. I did not, know. It's kind okay. of hard to do in a reunion show. But. Yeah, yeah, it was all yeah. over the place. My um, only moment was that Jean Blanc is the nigga oh, who God. isn't shit for the year. <laughs> for the year. The year. Yes. The yes. whole year. Yes. Oh my God, that guy's whack as shit. What he are you gonna say? <laughs> is corny. Corn balls. His hair oh. is never on point. I don't know who's not cutting his hair, or if he's on a natural oh, I didn't hair journey. His hair. I don't know really? what's going on. His hair was awful. What's up in there? I didn't even see what was it. Up with it? it looked like he just had too much ORS sheen in his head. Oh, too God. much grease. Dripping. Oh, Dripping in the back. Terrible. <laughs> he looked like he had glitter on his head. Um, he is still keeping up with this gimmick, and I don't know if you he ever took a marketing 101 class, but like this is not how you do it, my guy. We have been watching reality TV for over 20 years. You should know that this is not how you do it. Like with the selling the perfume. Yes, with this whole perfume gag, like yeah. Persona. I'm shocked that they even gave him that moment. I know. Or that they chose to show that moment. I know. I'm sure yeah. That they could have edited that shit out, but they like mm-hmm. chose to give him that little platform, and everybody yeah. was like, oh, like <laughs> collective America, like just rolled their eyes. It was oh so my stupid. God. Seeing the girls pinch their nose was hysterical. They were like, no, <laughs> fuck out of here, get out of here with this. <laughs> oh my god nobody wants your bottle of juice nobody wants you um and not enough Christone. this is a problem for me not enough fine ass was sitting there and i would have liked to see him in the hot seat frankly i yes what he would have talked about in the hot seat i mean don't nothing. care don't care <laughs> I, at all. I just want to see him under the spotlight Christone, though i'm sorry what the fuck did he have on I mean, he looked like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. That's what I wrote down. He had on that black suit with the white button down that had just like a humongous collar on it. <laughs> the collar was stretched over the lapel. Like he looked like he was going to Studio 54. 
I was so mad at that outfit. Uh, that too fine to thing. be dressing like that. Way too fine to dress like that. The outfits this on this Mentel all were something oh else. God, I don't remember something. Rachel's being this uh, uh, flamboyant. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot, a lot happening. Yeah, a lot of peacocks. A lot of, a lot of peacocking. Mm-hmm. A lot of somebody wrote on Twitter like everyone was trying to be on trend. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it was too trendy. Yes. Way too trendy. Yeah. That they all just looked ridiculous. Like, they all had on costumes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Especially, like, Connor. Connor looked like he had a costume on. Full-on costume. <laughs> like, the, the, the blazer had a whole print going. Yeah. Then he had the man capris on again. Again. This whole no sock thing. I like, know. I, know. I, I don't get it. So those are my um, initial thoughts. All right. Yeah. So first thing, rate, review, subscribe, everybody. We yes. say it every week. I'm going to keep saying it. Justine and I, we get payment through your review. How about that? If I put it that oh, way. Oh, yes. We get payment through your uh, love. By you, and you writing show review. it. Yes. By yeah. you rating us on whatever platform that you listen to us on and then writing us some nice little words of you know, wisdom to keep us through the day. Mm-hmm. That is that is your way of giving back to us. So please, rate, review, subscribe. Um, as always, hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter is live. Mm-hmm. I'm just really into testing out all the features. I almost <laughs> did. I almost did a live video. I was going to text <gasps> you about it. Yeah. I almost. I was just like in the mood and the, the mental was so fucking boring that I was yeah. like... Yeah, why not? I did a, like a little... Uh, live video or whatever i almost did it but i was like you know what i'm not prepared for this and i like i can't write notes and do this all at the same time so okay um but yeah i'm trying to test out the new features you know mm. y'all been seeing the polls i've been putting out there yep uh-huh. our twitter's live hit us up on twitter the handle is the number two blk girls the number one rose and also you can email us we love reading your emails and some of them are just so long and delicious, and we just love it. You guys are so mm-hmm. fun. Um, and sometimes we do email call-outs, too, during the middle of the episode, because we yes. are two New York women of the same demographic. So sometimes mm-hmm. we don't know about certain things that are happening in uh, other parts of the country, yeah. like Virginia being the city for lovers, or <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. Um, so email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook. Just search two black girls, one rose. And we're there. You could also review us there too. If you don't have iTunes. Yes, you can. Thank you. Um, all right. So before we go into the recap, we do have some church announcements. Church announcements. Whip out your program. Got some great emails. What we got this week, Justine? We did. We got some love from Sarah, uh, Bevan, Zana, and Alexis. We got two Alexises this week. Alex- Alexi. Alexi. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Um, so thank you guys for the love. You guys sent some really nice personal emails and with just filled with love and just goodness. So we love reading those. And then mm-hmm. one of the Alexises uh, sent over a story about her parents, um, who one is a Democrat and one was, was past tense, a Republican, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and opened up his heart to her uh, left-wing protesting sign making mother and uh, we love it we love that story yes it's a great one bring them all over please yep. 
Um, is that it for church announcements? That's it. Fucking motorcycle riding through Harlem. Awesome. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> God. Um, do you know what time it is, Justine? Oh, shit, girl. It hasn't been this time in weeks. It hasn't been this time in a long time. Oh, it's time girl. for the Peter, Peter and Eric update. update. <laughs> so exciting. Alright, I'm finally doing something. <laughs> so, I'll go first. Okay. Um, Peter is now on Instagram. He's partnered with Bumble. This is wild. The dating app, for mm-hmm. those of you who are, you know, happy and in love and ain't in this world like I am. <laughs> um, he's partnered with Bumble, the dating app. That's the one where women have, like, the power and whatnot. Oh, right. <clears throat> or it's the one where women have to send the first message, yep. basically. Bumble is actually the dating app where I've had the most success on. So okay. I'm doing the air quotes, guys. <laughs> success, meaning I've been on the most dates from Bumble. Obviously, I'm single and still out here um but yeah it was interesting to see that he's partnered with bumble another interesting thing have you been on bump i've i've showed you mine bumble yes yes before so on bumble when you bring it up the first like seven guys that come up are always models really it's very strange if anyone's on bubble they know what i'm talking about the first seven guys that like come up you like swipe through it's like yeah well i mean a model this other hot guy that looks fake. This other really good looking guy who is a IMG model. Like, it's just like huh. seven first guys always just look amazing. And then like guy number eight is like a fucking leper. Like a five, seven. It gets into the real batch of people. <laughs> right. It's very strange. So I'm just imagining Peter on Bumble. Right. Like, yeah. Quote unquote if he actually is or just partnered with them. And he'd definitely be part of like that collective first seven. Oh my god, I wonder if that, that, I have so many questions about that algorithm. Mm-hmm. Like, why the number seven? Why are they models? Seven. I don't know if it's exactly seven, but it's always the first batch of guys yeah. are always, like, really, really good looking, like, they look fake. Right. And they probably and are. They probably are fake, and I don't know why, I'm really interested to hear the thought process behind, like, the Bumble engineers, like, why they do this. <laughs> Me too. I'm wondering Is all it to the you in? It's a way to hook you in, I guess. It's gotta be, yeah. Yeah. It's just very strange. But Peter would be, like, one of those guys. Oh, he's probably, now he probably, it's probably a video. He probably welcomes you. Welcome to Bumble. I'm Peter. I'm single, (laughs) too. Like. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, all the ladies in, where does he live? Madison. Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. All the Madison ladies. Mm -hmm. Hit us up if you see, uh. My man Peter on Bumble. Yeah, that would be exciting. Screenshot it. Send us those screenshots. Those yeah. are the screenshots I want to see, actually. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so he's Peter. He's partnered with Bumble. He's also partnered with Sony. Sony? And had a post about... It was him with a camera. Mm-hmm. And the caption was, Picking up old passions brings life new joys. Uh, Not Peter. Stop pretending like you were out here being a photographer. Yeah, Peter... <laughs> What? I hate so this is the thing about like this in this world of like influencers. Yeah. Or, like I I was talking about it with my coworkers the other day. It's just so like if you're gonna be selling randomness, sell randomness that like we all know is your thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if on the bachelor or on the bachelorette, whatever on the on yeah. the bachelorette he was like known for photography and like 
was really into like taking pictures and then now he's selling cam like okay I get it yeah but now when they're selling just like random objects <laughs> and just like random like things that aren't even part of your like brands really or about like your personality what we know you as right how is it supposed to be effectively like influencing me you know what I mean? Like, I would buy yeah. a camera from someone who is a known photographer. Why am I buying a camera? Because Peter is telling me to buy a camera. Like, I, I don't understand the influencing world. That's the thing. And you know that they tell them exactly what to say. So yeah. my question is, why wouldn't they sell Peter as a new photographer? Of Like, I'm behind the camera now, taking control. Let's see what we can find out. And have, like, a whole story of him doing the whole thing with the Sony camera. Sony, this is a free idea. You're welcome. <laughs> so him, like, playing off being, like, a new photographer, and, like, here's mm-hmm. their new, like, and, easy point-and-shoot camera yes. just for, like, amateurs. And, yeah. Right, and, like, now he's behind the camera. He's recording his fucking boot camp. He's, you know, like, doing mm-hmm. his whole, his dog, whatever, his little <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's just so many other avenues that he could have taken, and he, they just took the lazy route. Right, him with a camera, look at me picking up new hobbies, like, yeah. stop. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Love Peter, love mm-hmm. him to death. Just, just been following the new sponsorships and things that he has. And just really perplexed by this entire world of influencing. And, like, I just, I don't get it at all. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. He had a video, he did the whole... Um, Kiki, do you the In My Feelings Challenge? The In My Feelings Challenge with his little cute little niece. It was cute. Oh. It was cute. Yeah, is it still up? Too. It's still up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll watch it. It's still up. And he had he had some moves. He had some rhythm. So. Okay. Good. That's it from my boy. Nice. Just a little update on his uh, his business tri- deals. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's <laughs> really searching, guys. I really wanted to bring back Peter and Eric update. I'm still just updating you on what the fuck he's sponsoring. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, that's fine. What's Eric up to? Eric was at the mental wall. So that's what the fuck he's up to. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he ain't up to shit. No, he's to still say. doing yoga poses on uh, Runyon Canyon or wherever you all uh, oh, Los yeah. Angeles people go. Mm-hmm. And uh, look at fine. That's it. All right, mm-hmm. moving right along. Um, <laughs> nothing for Bachelor Nation news. Let's just go straight into the recap. Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Mentel All starting up. Chris Harrison comes out, who's going to be our whack ass host for this unsatisfying reunion. Oh my god. <laughs> just... And who else could they get to host this? Because they need another host for this. They. But it's not even the it's not even Chris Harris like it's not even Chris Harrison that makes the reunion so whack. It's the fact that it's like ABC and they can't they can't do anything too. This will never be VH1 where they about to throw down. Like <laughs> we won't get that. That's what we want because that's what we know of a reunion show. Yeah. But we'll never get that. <laughs> so unfortunate. I will literally miss an entire season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and I will tune in for that damn reunion. Reunion. <laughs> Straight oh my up. God. Straight up. You love, what you call it, Potomac? Real yes. Real Housewives of Potomac? Love. I haven't watched the full season, but I've, I think I've seen every reunion <laughs> that they posted. Because <laughs> VH1 and Bravo know how to put on a reunion they show. They do. They do. ABC needs some help. Yep. 
So anyways, Chris Harrison, he's our host. He comes out, he announces some of the guys that are there. Everyone's cheering. Chris R, Gospel, Gospel Chris, got mm-hmm. some booze from the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight and we booze. learned uh, from one of our emails that he's really uh, got a negative, negative impression on Reddit. Right, yeah. So people in the, in the email were saying how Reddit... Um, I guess there's like... A, not a guess. There's a whole world on Reddit that we're just mm-hmm. not even like tuned into. Um, but people on Reddit have like very strong af- feelings about people. So like yeah. apparently Colton, everyone fucking hates Colton yeah. on Reddit. And yeah, Chris R. Apparently everybody fucking hates him, but he goes on Reddit to like defend himself. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> he like jumped the in the ball thing. pit. Why'd you jump in? <laughs> oh my god, that must be hard though. Just like reading. <sighs> But just stay off the blogs then. That's, I don't know. I, but that would be hard to do. I would imagine. If there's like a whole world of threads and threads and threads of people talking cash, money, shit, shit about you. about you. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard then to ignore. To ignore it. You're going to have to tune in. And then yeah. you're going to get addicted to tuning in. And then before you know it, you're fighting in the comments with 12-year-olds who are writing <laughs> shit about you on Reddit. Like... <laughs> That's why it's like, don't even impart, don't even partake at all. Because once you go in, it's just a slippery slope. Yep. So anyways, um, Chris gets some booze. Uh, we immediately open up with a promo for Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. So that's how they like hook us in because mm-hmm. they know the reunion's about to be shit. Uh, yep, boring. Yeah. So we got Crystal, a lot of Crystal, a lot of Jordan, mm-hmm. of course. Um, Jenna, our girl Jenna has pink hair. Did you notice that? Oh no, I didn't. But I it looked can't like wait a sandy Jenna. pink. Yeah, loved, always loved Jenna. We got your man Eric rubbing somebody down in some baby oil. Well, you know, that's exciting. Is that you? You did a little, <laughs> <laughs> did a little cameo did on that. Imagine. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, if you like disappear one weekend. And <laughs> Getting rubbed down by Eric talking about oh the solar god. system. Oh, oh my god. Fucking miracle season. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we have Kendall uh-huh. in a love triangle with grocery store Joe mm. and Leo. How the fuck? I don't even understand this. No, like, me either. How- I could see I can see Kendall in grocery store Joe. I can yeah. see this. Oh yeah. Definitely. I could it's not my ideal, but I can see it. Because mm-hmm. um, he's so regular schmegular, and she's so just, like, easy breezy. Right. I can see that. Leo and Kendall, I don't see that at all. Me either, but I also see Leo hooking on to whoever would like him, just to stay on the show. Yeah. I, oh, yes. I can totally see that. You know? Yeah. And I could see Kendall being really attracted to Leo physically. Mm-hmm. Not sure about this whole mental thing because I really yeah. don't know who he is. He like freaks me out. So <laughs> <laughs> he does. He like weirds me out. I don't know. Uh, um. So yeah, like I could see it physical. that way. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, we are so Leo. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we have Leo calling Joe out, calling him grocery store bitch, which I really appreciate. <laughs> And I automatically hate the shit out of Leo. Do not call my husband no damn Mm-mm. bitch. No. You Fabio look alike. 
Um, we have Shoshana, who I have no, I, I have no, no, no recollection of who this is, but she's being accused of being a Russian witch. Whoa, that's dangerous talk for uh, these weird. days. Uh, yep. And we have Chris R. making out with Tia. Yikes. And him claiming to be falling in love with Tia. Well, that will match up, because Tia falls in love after 20 minutes. With everybody in no time. And then we have Tia and Colton crying, like, together, so I don't know what that's about. And then we have appearances from Ari and Lauren B., which... What? (laughs) Did you not see the promo? Oh, no, I saw the the tail end of it. Yes, Ari and his soon-to-be wife... Lauren B., the Becky of don't. the Lifetime, will be making an appearance. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, no one sent for y'all, so I don't know why y'all coming, but okay. Then we have Ashley I and Jared. I guess they get engaged on the beach. Not sure. Mm. We have Amanda and Robbie coming back to Paradise for, like, round three, four. I feel like they've been there all the damn time. Okay. You know, you have no idea who any of these people are. No, I'm looking at <laughs> you like, face. huh? Who? I don't even know if Robbie's a female or a male. I'm so excited. This is your first paradise. <laughs> it is my first paradise. So you'll learn the characters. But oh, boy. Amanda, Robbie, they're like, they've been on this show like multiple times. They'll be there. Jordan had the line of the preview about Robbie where he said, Robbie has had more work done to his face than all of the fake boobs here in paradise. <laughs> oh, yikes. Which I really appreciate because I have been saying for the longest, I'm pretty sure I tweeted it once, that Robbie looks like, he looks like a cyborg. <laughs> he looks like the Terminator, that man, and his face would melt off and you reveal his, like, silver aluminum underneath. <laughs> that is what he looks, his face no. looks so just manufactured. He looks like he came off of a conveyor belt, like a pen. Oh, no. Barbie doll and not in a good way. And then just a lot of crying, mm-hmm. Chelsea hyperventilating, just all the dramatics. Chelsea was bugging. Bugging. Like, who are you bugging over in I that way know. where you could not catch a breath? Hopefully it was her son, because anyone else, any other <laughs> nigga out there, not, I can't even fathom. It's I worth it. Even, yeah, I hope that was her missing her son. Her baby. To, yeah. You know, talk to him or something. Um, so yeah, so that was the Bachelor in Paradise promo. Then, you know, we saw Eric and Crystal, Kendall and Bibiana and the mm-hmm. audience. Two people missing from the promo. Venmo John and Wills. Venmo John, Wills, and Nisha. And Nisha. Didn't see, didn't see any of them, really. Yeah, not really. Um, I mean, we know they're, we know they're in Paradise, but we just didn't see them all. The yeah, movie, so. yeah. Mm. Um, so that was that, um, and then we say hello to everybody, all the guys who are there, a random collection of guys. Very (laughs) random! We have Christian, who was, he went home night one, Mm -hmm. he was the man, I think was born in Mexico. Yes, soccer Soccer player, yep. Um, but like also had maybe three seconds of screen time, like, (laughs) he was there. Camille, I had to look his name up because I definitely didn't remember. Camille, he was the social media influencer. I that was his title. He was yeah. there. Jake, the guy I said who looked like the Joker, but he was the guy from 
Becca's hometown, that a friend of a friend. That was him. Listen, when I tell you when Jason got up for the hot seat, I said, who is that nigga behind Jason? <laughs> that was yeah. him. Okay. That was him. Okay. Which I was, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, they're going to do, like, rehash that again? I would have loved to see that again. No. Make him look like a fucking idiot. But they didn't go into it. He literally didn't say a word the whole time. Nope. Um, so, yeah, the three of them there, very, very random. Yeah. Um, then we had Kristan, beautiful Kristan. Mm. Uh, John, Venmo John. Yeah. Jean Blanc, Grossy Story Joe, Nick the White Josiah, Connor, Jordan, Chris R, David Leo Wills, Colton Jason. Nice. Yep. So, like, the regulars. So, first we see just a reel of just like all the heated monuments of mm-hmm. the season. You know, we see John Blanc again telling Becca that he's falling in love with her. We see Chris R, uh, his mental breakdown, <laughs> and his confrontation with Wills, which was pretty epic. Um, and then we see all of Jordan's just shenanigans, all his clashes with David, clashes with Colton, all that foolishness. So, first up, they, you know, they put Chris R in the hot seat. Well, not in the hot seat, but they put him on pressure. Like, what, what the hell was going on with you? Yeah. He admits he lost in control, you know, lost control, and then Connor kind of chimes in like, "Look, I never even got a one-on-one date," <laughs> which and is yet true. stayed there for like three trips. Yeah, stayed for hella long, never lost my shit. <laughs> I managed to keep it together. What the hell are you going through, yeah. my dude? And then like all the guys chimed in. All of them are basically just like, "Bruh, shut up. There's no excuse for the way yeah. you acted. Like you." There's, there's being stressed and being, like, you know, feeling some type of way because there's other guys there. You feel, mm-hmm. you know, some type of way, blah, blah, blah. You're, you know, not getting all the time and jealous of everybody, blah, blah, blah. But he lost his shit, and there's no excuse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> nothing, nothing really safe for that. There's no explanation needed. Um, and then we have Jean Blanc... Mm-hmm. who before he even gets to say his piece <laughs> Colton immediately jumps in and is like anything you have to say right now is just bullshit yeah he was after him he was after a few people tonight Colton, Colton. right he came with an agenda he did he had like a target list of like people he's going to come for yes yeah. so he came for Jean Blanc Jean Blanc came right back at him mm-hmm. with a low blow the lowest. The lowest of blows. The lowest. Something. Colton, you acting like a pussy, but you never seen one. Just a low blow, uncalled yeah. for, a cheap shot. You yeah. Sure. Like, like. This, no one appreciates this. No one laughed at it. No nope. one was like, ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Like, you just are a whack piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jean Blanc still alleging he was actually falling in love with her. Everyone called bullshit on this. Yeah. Jason said it very well when he said that love is a strong emotion and I don't agree with someone abusing that emotion when they're in need. Mm-hmm. And that he needs to apologize to Becca. And sure. everybody else. On and everybody else, yeah. Because yeah. he, like, fucks it up for everyone else. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't trust nobody for, like, a week yeah. <laughs> after yep. that. Um, so, first, like, big confrontation that they try and dissect is Colton and Jordan because Colton had a lot to say about Jordan being a clown and Mm -hmm. um, all that stuff Jordan he made it his mission to basically never let anyone get a a word in 
And yeah. for select people, he had like automatic comebacks. So yep. anything that Colton said, he immediately was going to bring up the Tia. Tia, thing. yes. And he did it. He did it very well. He mm-hmm. really came in with this agenda. Yeah. And he just came at Colton about the Tia relationship, um, and then just from there, just just had his whole just like song and dance circus <laughs> of like just stupidness. <laughs> yeah, he had a. I feel like he had a calculated agenda for someone who was also on Paradise with Colton. And so he mm-hmm. knows that Colton can't talk about Tia. And that's mm. why he kept mm-hmm. bringing it up. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a strategy. Colton, yeah. He could really only address Tia as it relates to their little storyline on the show. On the show. But couldn't really do any too much more defending because they were just in Paradise and he can't really say too much. Right. Um... Jordan is just so very annoying to me. Yeah, me too. He he has little funny lines here and there, but it's like he's... I feel like Jordan is what's really hard about casting for reality shows now Mm. in, like, 2018 because he's obviously not there for the right reasons. Oh, yeah, no. No. I'm not sure what he's trying to get. Like, is he, like, social media increase in followers like i'm not really sure what his ultimate agenda is you know guys we are two educated women who grew up around new york city so our ambitions and world are much bigger than a lot of these people who go (laughs) out for the bachelor who look for fame yeah that's true you know what i mean like this is really at this time in his life his mission Mm mm-hmm is to be infamous on The Bachelor. <laughs> and I don't understand that perspective. I can't wrap my mind around it. Around it, yeah. So I mean, Crystal River... What is it? Crystal River, Florida? Modeling? Crystal Springs. Crystal Springs, Florida? Yes. Um, aspiring model? Like, yes. I guess he's just trying to get out. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. And yeah. Using any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I can't get my rod... Like, one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy 
is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r like i can't get it and then also just uncomfortable watching him because he's so obviously not there for the right reasons in such a blatant way yeah it's almost like insulting to the audience that we're watching this person who was cast for laughs and whatnot on a show that's allegedly serious about finding love and the show that takes itself like so seriously but yeah. then you cast these clowns. And so. he's not that funny. He's like a minstrel. Yeah, he is like a minstrel show. Like, he's just yapping away and just throwing out jokes. Some of them land, some don't. <laughs> and yeah, he'll just say whatever to start laughter. Whatever mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just a lot of Jordan. Mm-hmm. Leo calls him a modern day narcissist, which is a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, Chris Harrison, you know, turns to David because David was a big, you know, arch nemesis for Jordan. Can I just say that (laughs) CN has gotten into my head about Mr. David and how small he is. I didn't realize this until she pointed this out. And I looked at his outfit and I was like, David, you look like you got that from Janie and Jack. Janie and Jack. He, look, doesn't it? Doesn't it look like it's from Janie and Jack? Like yeah, one of the fancy like Easter he, outfits that you would yeah, put like looks in a like a child model. Oh He's so God. tiny and I so had, young looking. Oh my God, I never realized until Sam pointed out like he is so small to mm-hmm. like, oh my God, he shops at Children's Place. I can't and he still looks <laughs> like that. Why do you still look like that? <laughs> Terrible. And, yeah, so David, you know, Chris Harrison is giving him an opportunity to speak. David, you know, I'm going to echo off what Colton said. (laughs) Of course you are. Of course you are. Of course. (laughs) David is the guy at the meeting who's like, well, to piggyback off of Justine. Oh, (laughs) my God. Don't piggyback off of me. Have your own thought. Something. Get off of me. And now you're just going to sit here and paraphrase what I just said and reframe it like you just said it. I hate these people to echo off of, to piggyback off of. Just say you don't have original thought and pass the mic to somebody else. How about that? That's it. Oh, my God. So I don't even know what he said beyond. He just echoed. Nope. Repeated Colton, essentially. Um, and then, because no one gives a shit what David says, so just got tossed to the side. Christian, the guy who went home from night one, yep, the guy from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, he there's always, always, always a random from night one who just <laughs> needs to get their spotlight real I quick. I know he. I also not sure of his uh, objective. 
not sure his objective either because he didn't make it to paradise so I'm, is he trying to get to paradise 2019 like i'm not sure <laughs> like, what are we trying to do here uh christian what what I don't know. He's gorgeous, by yes, the way. Yes, I'll just put that out there. He he's is. fine as shit. Mm-hmm. But he chimes in. I don't even know what he's saying. Him and Jordan are going back and forth. He's talking about how he has a real job. He's a banker. Just going back and forth. Jordan calls him out for him wearing fucking Colton, not Colton, Connor Capri's. No, they weren't. High even, but they weren't even. They were like a pedal pusher. A pedal pusher. They were just terrible. Terrible. So he was wearing them too. Jordan ports it out. Um, and then Camille, the other guy who went home night one, social media participant. Why did they even give him a mic? He chimes in, Ugh. calling Jordan a basic model, how he would never survive in New York, and they're just doing the whole, I'm a better model than you. Like, the yeah, whole was so... so stupid. Yeah, this was... It was they really... could have took all this out this could have been an hour they could have edited all of that out and give me more grocery store joe and put john in the hot seat hello shit all of that could have gone like Mm -hmm. anyways moving right along um first in the hot seat like the actual hot seat is jordan of course it was like half an hour that we spent with this man with jordan I was so mad when they were like, and after the commercial break, Jordan in the hot seat. I was like, oh. (laughs) You guys, at this point, me and Natasha were texting. We don't text during the episodes. We don't talk. We don't speak at all. But I was like, Natasha, what what are we going to do? (laughs) What are we going to do? Enough of Jordan. Um, And then they had these women in the audience, like, planted. There was, like, one woman who was holding up gold shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then another woman wearing, like, a male model shirt. Mm -hmm. Like, what is this? Um, Jordan, he's not doing well on his objective, whatever that is, because I looked real quickly. He has 54,000 followers. That's not a lot. On Instagram, which is not a lot. Grocery store Joe has more. Yeah, and he was there for a fraction of the time. So. He can't even use Instagram. All his videos cut off at the wrong time. All his videos cut off. He is like an old man using Instagram, yes. the way he'd be posting. Yes. And he was on the show for one night. Jordan is out here just doing literally the definition of the absolute most. Listen. And it's not paying off, my dude. Oh at my least God. not in what I feel like the way that you want it to pay off, which is more followers on some platform. Yeah. Anyways, Jordan's in the hot seat. He's claiming that people don't understand his sense of humor, that they take him too seriously, and that his confidence, he has a lot of confidence, which is just, you know, off-putting to people. Mm-hmm. All of this is an act, though, Jay- like, Jordan. Right. Like, the com- Particularly the confidence piece, you acting so confident. This is yeah. like textbook like psychology you are hiding deeper issues that you are now overcompensating with like just being extra extra confident yeah so it's like he has this thing like no one understands me but this is not garnering any sympathy because you're a narcissist and we all see right through it right because you're never serious like never serious never a point where he was a serious person and he admitted that he wanted to be laughed at and then got mad for being called a clown. But that's the definition of a clown. 
Right. And then blaming us for not understanding your humor. It's like, like, or you're just not funny. <laughs> right. You just need to put on a red nose and some face paint and a red wig and just, you know, keep shucking and jiving. And right. stop it with this, like, you're not sophisticated enough for my humor. No, what? Right. Or I do have a serious side. Like, yeah, but you haven't showed us that, like, yeah. at all. And now you want us to take you seriously. Anyways, so that was his whole, like, spiel. And then he did more just, like, poking at Colton. Just kept mm-hmm. poking at him. Kept bringing up the Tia thing again. It was yep. just, like, part of his mission. And it was just slowly chipping away at Colton's like yeah. bid for bachelor. Yes. <laughs> but every time yes. Cor- Jordan brought up the Tia thing, I was like there's another notch against Colton for bachelor mm-hmm. and another one. So he was he was successful in that route, I'd say. And shout out to anyone who caught Will's faces during uh, this. Oh yeah, a lot of faces. My man was finished. Done with everyone and like particularly Jordan yeah. was over it. Yeah. Um, next in the hot seat, our husband, grocery store, grocery Joe. store Joe, who is just Ooh. beyond beautiful. Oh my God, he's so fine. Jesus. That smile is just everything. It lights up a room. Yep. It lights up the, it lit up the whole audience mm-hmm. and America back home. Yep. He has the dimples, mm-hmm. the... Just endearingness about him. Mm-hmm. His hair too. I love his hair. Full head of hair. Mm-hmm. Got the little accent going. Love it accent. He. I've said it before. He reminds me of like a a '90s rom com. Yeah. Person like. Yeah. <laughs> either the best friend or the leading man. Like you could do <laughs> either one. You know what I mean? He could be like the sidekick friend. Yes. Or the leading man. He's kind of like a. He's like a. 2018 modern American Hugh Grant. Ooh, yes. That you know what? That's spot on. I'm gonna like. It is. Because yes. Hugh Grant in rom coms, he was sometimes the leading man, sometimes the best friend. Mm-hmm. Mostly leading man though, and he has this kind of like endearing, kind of bubbliness to him. Mm-hmm. A little awkward, a little neurotic. Like yeah. that, that was like the. <laughs> The love appeal of Hugh Grant, and right. that is Joe. He's like the Chicago 28 modern version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I desperately want him to keep up that image and not get turned out by this franchise. I know, and get to be like an asshole. I'm so scared of how he's going to look on Bachelor in Paradise. Me too. Like that is my biggest fear is that I'm going to hate him by the end. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we got a reel of, um, a reel? it was like a three <laughs> second reel. He came, he forgot what he was going to say to Becca. He went home. Like that was all yeah. we got That's basically. It. Um, and he talked about his experience. It was bad. I went home with like, what else is there to say? Um, but yeah, he's gotten a lot of like social media fame, mm-hmm. which is like huge and, Chris Harrison is just trying to pull anything out of him. Like, how's this new fame? And he's just like, it's great. What do you, I don't know what you want yeah, me to say. Like, like, what are you talking about? What are we what talking, are talking about right about? here, Chris? What are we saying? Right. Man, a few words. He's just, not, he's not about this life. Right. And I love that. I know, me too. <laughs> I totally love it. He's not about this life. He's not here for fame. He's gotten fame just by virtue of literally being himself and showing up on a show for four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> And, yeah, he's he's a man of few words. He doesn't have much to say. I don't know what Chris Harrison's trying to pull out of him, but you're not going to get it. No. Mm-mm. And that's that. 
Um, will he be the bachelor? Because this, I feel what? like, was a little... I mean, him getting to be in the hot seat, this is yeah. his little bachelor bid moment. Yeah. Didn't do too well in the bid because he didn't no. really say much. No, so. didn't, didn't do that. Didn't do all that well. So I feel like we have to... We're really relying on his uh, edit on Bachelor in Paradise to see what, you know, his future of... If he could be the future Bachelor. Let me say. tell you something. Let me tell you... if. Grocery Store Joe is a bachelor. You're going to have to find a new podcast and partner, girl, because I am going. Everybody, this shit is shutting down. (laughs) (laughs) Bachelor, two black girls, one rose is going on an indefinite hiatus. Hiatus. Because both of y'all, both of us are going to be in there. (laughs) Real quick. Oh my God, Fashion Nova down. (laughs) Fashion Nova down. I got to go figure out my hair. How am I going to do my hair for this? away on this Mm -hmm. damn show um yeah we out Mm -hmm. like yep easy (laughs) not even a question (laughs) um so yeah so we'll have to wait and see what happens with the grocery store show yeah next in the hot seat was wills oh Oh my god his outfit did you love it i loved it i did love this outfit i really really did loved it love the outfit he's wearing a a green navy red plaid suit and some very bright red shoes. Mm-hmm. It was like a Chelsea um, boot. Yes, it wasn't a shoe. It was like a, a red, shiny Chelsea boot. It was uh-huh. really cool. His hair was looking fresh. Mm-hmm. Green eyes were popping. He was looking real cute. Yep. He was. I always thought Wills was cute, but I never really like looked at him in that way. You and I both don't really do the light skin, light eyed niggas thing. So. We don't. We really <laughs> don't. Especially with an almost bald face. And he had that mustache, which was really not it. Yeah. On yeah. the season. Mustache is not it. Mm-hmm. But he had me, I was looking at him like, okay, well, that was the mm-hmm. best he's looked for me on the, the show, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I loved his outfits throughout the show. So for me, it's just, it's just a stamp on on his outfits and i can't wait to see him in paradise because he has a full head of cornrows in his uh, little pictures so anyways wills is in the hot seat we get his reel he's you know just becca's gushing over his style and his nerdiness those were his like two big you know qualities Mm -hmm. um lots of kissing with becca a lot of him mumbling you know classic wills can't really say half the shit he's hear what he's saying half the time um, and then we have to rewatch him getting sent home over Jason, mm-hmm. who got the rose on that little two-on-one, and his little sad goodbye. Yeah. And, you know, he just kind of talked about how the hardest part of saying goodbye was when she obviously said, you know, you'll find your person. <laughs> you know, you'll find your love. It ain't yeah. here with me, but you'll find your love. <laughs> um, and just how hard it was to go home. And then he shared that his... How he found that him and Becca like really had a connection was when they were in Vegas, and apparently they had the same like nursery rhyme as a kid. As a kid, like yeah, the parents sung to them. Yeah, it was cute, cute little like. Oh my god, it was adorable. Little behind the scenes moments, like they, we, they obviously talk a lot behind, like we don't see yes. everything. Right. So I like any moment where we get a little privy to like those conversations that we don't right. really Because all we see, we'll see them talking like, oh my God, I really like you. Oh my God, me too. Make out. And then you see their confessional. They're like, oh my God, I'm in love with Becca. And you're like, but how'd you get there for real? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
because we don't see how, but those little moments are like, oh my God, she's my soulmate. I could see mm-hmm. that happening in your I head. I could see it. Thank you. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because we can't, we see Will's one second saying I'm in love with her, but yeah, we don't really get a nice, you know, timeline of how we got there. Yeah. So, right. Or evidence. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or evidence, proof of this love. Like, but it was nice to get that little moment, like the nursery rhyme moment is like, all right, we get some mm-hmm. insight into it. Um, and then at the end, they just kind of talked about his style and his confidence and definitely one of the best dressed on the show. Oh, like, yeah. Ever, I think. Really took some risks with his outfits. Every outfit was a statement. Mm-hmm. He really, you know, packed a good suitcase. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. I mean, I want to know. That's one of my biggest question. I mean, we when we interviewed people before, we asked them like, "How the hell did you pack for the show?" Yes. And it's like that's a lot of pressure. You're going to be on national television. Mm-hmm. You know how long you're going to be there for. Right. You gotta look good. Yep. And Wills took it very seriously. And you know what? He always had on a matching set, so it wasn't even like he was mixing and matching his outfits. Right. He had on a he had full sets the mm-hmm. whole season. Yep. <laughs> full sets, not a lot of separates. A lot of sets. Um. Okay. Next in the hot seat was. Colton. Oh, yeah, baby daddy. My baby daddy. Even though y'all don't be standing for him no more. And I'm over here by myself. <laughs> you really are, girl. Because <laughs> nobody. I'm over here. I'm like, I don't fuck with Colton anymore. Like, I still love him, so. That's whatever. my brother-in-law, I guess. Like, <laughs> I say husband. I say baby daddy. Oh, sorry. Two oh. other husbands. Grocery store Joe. <laughs> and Blake. Peter, my original husband. Oh, yeah, Peter. Blake, also the husband. So... I'm out here with my polygamy ass, with my baby daddy on the side. It's a lot of men. Juggling men in my make-believe life. Um, so we get Colton's reel. Mm-hmm. You know, we see him revealing his relationship with Tia to Becca. We see them getting over that hump, and then we see their relationship growing, and then we see him revealing his virginity. And then we see a sad goodbye. Um, so... He talked a lot about just being caught off guard about going home and that he was 100% in love with Becca, Mm -hmm. which is very strong words, Um, and reiterated again, I was not even thinking about Tia. But, and he made a good point, I like how he put this, how Becca, Becca, when she gets to the bottom, when you get to the bottom three, four, five, like you're looking for any red flags. (laughs) Yes. Anything. Anything. He blinks wrong, and you're like, not the same the one. Yeah. So when Tia came back and like spoke her truth, it was basically a done deal. That was, a, I mean, Becca can say all she wants that is that's not what put her over the edge. Right. But yeah, that one hundred percent was like, all right, this is a giant red flag that Colton Tia thing is still happening. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. Um. So they talked about that a little bit, and then you know gotta talk about the virgin thing again Mm -hmm. um and he you know defended becca for getting up from the table you know everybody was like pissed at her for doing that when he first revealed it right um but that you know she just wanted to collect her thoughts and make sure she said the right thing because this was a very important moment for colton essentially yeah and i can understand that excuse for somebody who had been on tv before like, Becca was uh-huh. very cautious about what she said because she was just on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it makes sense that she would do that. I didn't like how it was edited, Edited, maybe? yeah. But, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get it, too. 
want to say the right thing. Um, and so he, you know, they talked to him about, or Chris Harrison talks to him about, like, you know, what was it like revealing to America that you're a virgin on mm-hmm. national, you know, television? And he said, you know, he, revealing he's a virgin was the hardest thing he's ever had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got very emotional again, talking about, you know, being an athlete, having to make up lies to kind of fit in. And then even here tonight, having to be subjected to, like, these cheap shots. You know, John Blanc, the whole comment about never seen a pussy, some, some, some. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody just referring to his virginity as, like, a skeleton or a red flag or a bag, you know, being baggage. And um, just, you know, just feeling in his feelings about it. You know, I don't know if it was the particular day that I had today, but I was just not in the mood to feel any sympathy for this big old good-looking white man with his lip quivering on national TV. I did not feel bad for him at all. I had no feelings towards this. I was sitting here looking at my watch like, (laughs) what? Are we we done? They are they are definitely hammering in the virgin thing. Like it's like, tired at this point. I'm over um, it. Yeah. I don't. We've heard all we've needed to hear, I think, from Colton on being a virgin. You so. know what I do feel like though? I do feel like Colton could be the new Ashley I. Oh, in what way? What do you mean? He's always crying and we're always supposed to feel bad for him. <laughs> and he's a virgin. They have yeah. set it up so that Ashley, it's like following the same path. He's the male Ashley I. He's the male Ashley I. Could be, because Ashley I, similarly, she always had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. She always had little jabs for people. Yep. And she, yeah, she wrote that virginity story out to the death. <laughs> so yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Ugh. Moving right along. Yeah. Um, and next in the hot seat was Jason. Get his real, his slow burn relationship with Becca, (laughs) which he really, it is kind of shocking that he made it to the bottom four because we actually don't know jack shit about Jason. (laughs) I feel like I know more about gospel Chris and about, I don't even know, other people than Jason. I don't know much about him. Yeah, I feel like we don't know that much about him because he's regular. Very regular, but not in a regular, yeah. not in a grocery drawer Joe regular way. He's no. regular in like a boring kind of way. I don't even know. Yeah, I like don't a... have a descriptor for him. <laughs> like a yeah, right. Man. Yeah. Anyways, um, see, so yeah, we see their kind of slow burn relationship. We saw the little awkward moment at the temple. We see his sad goodbye, and then on the couch, he's. You know, on the couch of Chris Harrison, he's crying. He's, like, really crying. Still really into it. I think, not think, the th- the little reels that they were showing on the show, the guys were seeing a lot of that for the first time, it looks like. Oh, shit, yeah. So I don't know if Unless some of them just don't watch. They haven't been watching watch this week. <laughs> but everyone looked shocked by their reel. Or yeah, maybe just seeing it did. all together at one time. They're like, oh, wow, yeah. that's a lot of moments of me. And so it feels overwhelming, but... Uh, but yeah, he's on the couch, you know, shedding some tears, mm-hmm. and um, he's talking about how his, from his perspective, like, there weren't any bumps in the road, so that's why, you know, he was completely thrown off, 
Yeah. Which is why for us, he looked fucking delusional. Because <laughs> they're really on his end, no bumps in the road. Like, I know. Everything was all hunky dory. Um, and then, you know, he talks about his relationship with his, you know, brother, or watching his brother's relationship. And he had his whole moments love is love is love. You know, Fantastic moment. Straight game. Shouting out the rights. Whatever. For everybody. Yep. And you just know that the Bachelor producers were eating that shit up. Yes. Eating that up, trying to redeem themselves for casting a convicted sexual offender and a known bigot on their show. They're in the corner like, look at us, we're progressive. We casted a guy whose brother is gay. Like, (laughs) just really feeling themselves for this. And that was pretty much Jason in the hot seat. Becca. Becca was next up. Yep. Becca came out looking gorgeous. So she looked gorgeous in her little black and navy strappy lace oh, yeah. dress she had on. Um, Jason wanted to speak with her first. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do better in the future? They're always like trying to get advice like no. from her. What can I do better in the future? And she's like, nothing. You're perfect what you are. You know, just came down to my heart. I had feeling, you know, stronger feelings for other people, blah, blah, blah. Um, then, you know, they talk about the Tia situation, mm-hmm. um, and she said how, you know, Tia coming back and saying what she said didn't really change what she was going to do. She was always going to send home, basically yeah. she saying she, she was always going to send home Colton. Which I believe. I'm not sure if I believe it. You're not? Really? I like, um, I'm like 50-50, cause I feel mm-hmm. like... I feel like she had a really strong connection with Colton, maybe mm-hmm. even at the same level, if not more, than Jason. Or maybe I'm only saying that because we saw more of Colton. I just don't, I don't, I never fully understood her connection with Jason because we never really saw much of Jason <laughs> and how they, their love <laughs> developed. Suddenly he was in the bottom four and he's getting all this camera time, but we like didn't see him for most of the season. You know what I think Jason was with her, even though they did have a physical connection too? Mm-hmm. I do think that Jason was, like, the guy who ticked every box. Okay, so, like, looked good you know on paper kind of thing? Like, yeah, like a looked good on paper type of guy. And Colton was just not that, because, mm-hmm. A, he dated her friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, that's part of it. <laughs> yep, coming in strong, Colton. That's something, too. Mm-hmm. Um... B, he, um... Is a virgin? Is a virgin, but he's, like, a virgin in a weird situation. Like, if Jason was the virgin, he was just in Buffalo, New York, working in finance? Fine. But this is a retired NFL player who's a virgin, so, like, there's layers to this. (laughs) (laughs) There's layers to this. (laughs) So I think those two things had her, like, already done with him. Yeah, that's true. I think, yeah, Colton did have a lot going against him, so... Mm -hmm. Tia thing um, probably didn't help. Um, and then they asked her, you know, what are your thoughts on like Colton being a virgin? And she revealed that she's dated a virgin before, so for her it wasn't really a make or break thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I could see that because she, you know, Christian in the church, girl in the church. Right. I'm sure she's interacted with many guys who are virgins. Mm-hmm. Um, Wills, Wills let her know he helped her. She helped him heal in a way that wasn't possible. Oh my um, god. And asked her the same question as Jason, you know, where yep. did I go wrong? 
stop asking this question. It is. It was so. It was just pissing me off. Like it was really sad. The answer is always going to be. It's not you. I had stronger feelings for the for other, other men. guys. Like yep. I don't know what answer they're trying to get at. Like she's not going to give you anything else. I don't know. Right, and and there probably legitimately isn't anything else. Right, <laughs> I don't think there <laughs> is an answer besides I had stronger feelings for the other guys, and that's it. Um, next up, Jean Blanc, oh. who invites his crusty ass to the couch. <laughs> Which, same thing, America did a collective eye roll, because, like, yeah. enough. And he tries to explain away his bullshit, claiming that he wasn't trying to backpedal, you know. When I told you I loved you and then took it back, which is literally what you said and did, so <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say here. Like, literally he you're trying no, to backpedal. He had no conclusion. None. He was saying all these words, again, saying all these words, none of them in a sequence meant anything. <laughs> none. <laughs> like, just explaining away to nowhere. Yeah, nope. Gave her an apology and then whipped out his whack-ass bottle of juice oh to God. present to her. I'm not going to give any more, we're not going to give any more attention to that. No. Next, um, Chris, Gospel Chris. Mm-hmm wanted to apologize he gave this long i just don't even remember what he was apologizing for like he apologizing yeah. for all the multiple occasions me losing my shit feeling entitled the you know blowing up on everybody yada 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 mm-hmm. didn't he yeah, give I feel his, like, he... like i didn't understand oh, i don't know <laughs> well i feel like like we said earlier since he was like all deep into those reddit comments mm. people were making a lot of assumptions on how he is in re- his relationships personally like outside of the show like mm-hmm. saying he was abuse showing abusive tendencies and mm. gaslighting and like mm. doing all these other crazy things yeah. that he probably doesn't do he probably just wasn't made for reality tv and yeah. he came on here and got jealous that there's 18 other guys dating his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he freaked out Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, That's pretty it. much it. Trying to defend his character, like to the yeah to the death, like yes, has to get yes. the last word in and give this long ass apology that like was over it by this point. <laughs> um, and then he had a gospel choir come out and mm-hmm. sing "I'm Sorry, Tobacco" again. Yeah, and that was basically the reunion show. <laughs> it was basically the mental. That song. was it. Yeah, yeah. They had the bloopers. They always gas up the bloopers like the bloopers you can't miss the bloopers and it's always the same bloopers every year it's the same thing there's bugs it's fucking bugs people trip someone hits their yeah. mic on or hits their head on the the boom mic mm-hmm. same old um we saw the preview for next week our finale we're in yeah. the maldives battle between becca or battle between blake and garrett garrett Kushner. Yeah. And then that was pretty much it. And the cre- oh, in the credits, we got a millisecond look at Venmo John. Needed more, uh, which of him. was so funny. It was so I funny. It was so nerdy, funny. It right? was. So he basically he brought back up how Jordan, um, you know, he has four thousand matches on Tinder. That was like mm-hmm. a whole talk on the show. And Venmo John, being a little smarty pants that he is, a little nerd, a little nerd him calculated how one would get to 4,000 matches and, like, did a whole, because... like, beautiful mind, like, th- 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 <laughs> like 
explanation. It's like at the chalkboard with his whole algorithm. Yes. Completely lost me, but he sounded and looked adorable. Me too, but he invented Venmo, so obviously he knows the algorithms oh, of yeah. Tinder and like these matching mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. all the rest of that. Yeah. And that was it, guys. That was, that was the it. episode. <laughs> Um, please rate, review, subscribe us. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Hope on. we la- hope you laughed. Hope you laughed. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> you can tell by our tone we were totally over this reunion, and they just need to. They need to scrap. Either scrap the reunion or just make yeah. it more satisfying. Bring in a different host, switch it up, something. But year yeah. after year, these things are never fun and never, just never a good time. Oh my god! And it could have been good if they even brought Lincoln up. It could have been good. Thank you. Just even bring up Lincoln, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just let the guys just roast him, or just let yep. everyone get a little statement in real quick, like anything. Yeah. But just to completely not even talk about the two big elephants in the room, Lincoln and Garrett, and just give us this whack shit. All right, whatever. And may I say they did do this to Rachel because they brought in Lee, who was a known bigot, mm-hmm. brought him up on the stage, mm-hmm. demanded that he apologize to Rachel, demanded that Kenny give him a hug, mm-hmm. do all this foolery, mm-hmm. and we got none of it for uh, Miss Becca, but whatever. I think the difference between that is, though, Lee's racist ass was a storyline for them. Mm, true, 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 true. Garrett yeah, and yeah. Lincoln's foolishness is yeah. like some behind the scenes shit that they're now dealing with but they're actually not right. trying to give it any weight because it's it's their asses that messed up right so True. it's actually not surprising that they didn't talk about Lincoln or Garrett it's just like annoying because yeah. we know the reunion could have been so much better if they did mm-hmm. but anyways that's it next week guys we'll be back that's for it. the finale yeah. yeah rate review subscribe hit us up on twitter our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. And email us if you want to email us at the number two black girls, the number one Rose at gmail.com. And that's it. That's it, guys. All right. <laughs> Later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.